0: Hello, amazing. How do you write your annual report? Welcome to ReFrames, the podcast where we invite you to take a different perspective on life. I'm Matthias Jakobsen, and every year, I sit myself down and I write a report about what happened in my life in the past year, and then I share it online. And as I shared my report this year, A few people reached out with uh, a question and asked, um, you know, they said, this was inspiring, I would love to do something like this, but how do you do it? How do you actually write these reports? What's your process? So let me try to explain a few uh, important things I've learned on how you can do this um, after having done it for the past several years. I think there are four overall parts to it and I'll outline the four overall and then go into more depth of of each in a moment but the first point is to set an appropriately low ambition for yourself second is to do a personal reflection which is before you actually write any report for anyone else Um, you, you do a reflection for yourself then you can pick a few stories maybe three or four and write them and those are the stories you can put in your report and then lastly you put it all together with images and uh, yeah so those are the four four main ambition personal reflection selecting and writing the stories and putting it all together so let me go into each of them for ambition i think it's very easy to have too high of an ambition that this needs to be an amazing thing and but you haven't done it before and so suddenly you end up not following through on something that is very ambitious so if you're starting out writing your first annual report uh, i think the the best thing you can do for yourself is to make it as set set a low ambition but then actually do it then you can always as you've learned uh, how it worked you know you can always scale up your ambition for next year but again don't don't try to commit yourself to something impossible that's the i mean that i did that in the beginning and it i would spend probably around two full time weeks of work uh on my annual reports the first two years that i did it and it was possible for me at the time it certainly wouldn't be possible uh, the way that i live my life right now um and i think for for many people you know taking two full weeks just to write an annual report is is a little excessive. Um, So, set your ambition in a way where it's manageable. The second thing, the second overall thing is to do a personal reflection of the year. This is where I try to spend at least half the time. So this is before anything becomes any kind of report for anyone else. It is just my way of processing what happened in the year. And I do that in roughly three steps. One is to, uh, to, to really get a sense and remember the things that happened, because I can usually only remember what happened in the past couple of weeks. So I sit myself down with the notebooks that I wrote in during the year, and I usually also look through photos on my phone or on my computer, um, because it again, it, it kind of rejiggers my memory to some of the events and things that happened. I may even look at my calendar, but that's, that's only if I need to look up like a specific thing I remember, but I don't remember exactly when. And I use all that to draw out a timeline. So I draw a timeline and kind of plot onto the timeline the most significant events of that year. So this past year, um, there was an event, you know, when I decided to leave a job, there was an event about, um, deciding that we would go to Denmark on vacation the time that we actually were uh, in Denmark uh, coming back you know all these things I, I try to list out then when I can see this this um, see the whole year kind of on, on one large page with this timeline I go deeper into some of the the, I could say, that the, the moments where I had them. The moments that, that I remember as the most powerful, both good and bad, you know, the most difficult moments and the most positive moments, the most emotional moments. And I try to reflect on how did it feel in these moments. And again, I can only really identify what those moments are if I do the timeline first. So it's, it seems a little trivial, but it's a it's, it's remarkably helpful to kind of get a grasp of the full year but then I go into the feelings of it and in the end I try to extract you know what are some of the things I've actually learned this year have I learned something about people have I learned something about um, myself about work about family and write little paragraphs and all of this I do by hand in a notebook it's you know maybe four or five six pages um, of just kind of processing the year And so that's almost like, that's the personal, individual, um, or you could say the private annual report. That's the one just for me. And all of that, again, I do before I write anything for anyone else. Then, for the other half of the time, uh, is, is when I turn it into an annual report. And the step there is really to pick out a few stories. So even though it can seem like an annual report is about everything that happened in my life. It really isn't, you know, and it could never be. That would be, if you think about it, that would be absurd to try to write a report about everything. It's always a selection of things. I try to select maybe five or six stories that I want to tell, but you could start with just three. It doesn't. It's, it, it really doesn't matter how many it is. But the the point of this is that you rather than trying to tell a superficial story about everything you really decide and say okay these three distinct stories are stories that i want to tell to myself and to the world and for me what what uh, what i try to do before i write the stories is really to say okay where does this story begin where does it end what's the point like what really is kind of the the point of the story, and and then what are some of the elements that will help get from the start to the end. So again, it's it's really about what is the story not about? What are the things that happened in the year that this is not about? I find when I read other people's um, kind of Christmas cards, holiday cards, some people write extended uh, stories about their lives, but sometimes it can be hard to read a story where it's like it's skating on the surface over so many different things that happened but going deeper into one or two or three or four things um, and really crafting those stories can be can make it more worthwhile to read so a story for example could be the story about changing jobs so i can decide where do i want the story to begin Um, and and here as i make these choices my primary frame of mind is to say okay Well, here is my chance to shape my memory a little bit. So something where there is maybe more drama and more trauma than I actually want in my life and that I want to emphasize. Um, I can make choices now and say, well, I want to tell the story this way. It's not fiction. It's not that I get to make it up uh, in a way that that's not how it happened. But I also don't need to be overly committed to whatever Irrational responses I had in the moment, so for example with in the past uh, for the two thousand and eighteen report, I was writing about a job change, and I could have chosen to go into more detail about what wasn 't working for me in the job that I decided to leave and and kind of you know uh, draw out some of those difficult situations and how i didn 't sleep at night and like and kind of regurgitate all that. But I wasn't interested in that. Like, that's not really what I wanted to remember. I wanted to remember the point of liberation, the point where I decided, you know, this is not for me. It's okay. It was the the right thing to say yes to this job, but it's also the right thing to now leave it. And so that's where I wanted the story to start. And then I wanted the story really to be about more of the actual transition time and... And the point of the story being something about, um, you know, knowing when something is, uh, when you need to follow through, and when it's about leaving it um, sooner rather than later. So I go through this with all the stories, you know, first on the overview, like where does it begin, where does it end, what's the point, and what are some of the data points in between. The same with the story about Denmark, being in Denmark in the summer. I don't want to tell everything, all the people we saw, all the things that happened, but I tried to pick out maybe two or three little things about what happened in Denmark and then have kind of an overall point and and summary of that story. So I write those stories, and... In the end, it's really for me just putting it all together. I have I basically just used the template that I have from yeah, from last year, um, my my an InDesign file, and I throw in some images, throw in the stories, reshuffle the page order a little bit, and uh, and that's it. And if you want, by the way, if you want the uh, my my InDesign template, just send me an email. I'm happy to share the the file, and you can you can use it as a template as well. But do the other work first, you know. Do the setting the ambition, doing your personal reflection, picking out the two or three stories that you want to tell and write those stories. And then putting it all together in the end is is really uh, the easiest part. All right. Slightly long, but I wanted to tell you, you know, step by step my process for writing my annual report. What I want you to take away really is... Don't skip the first two parts. Make sure you set an ambition that is appropriate, not too high, something you can actually do. You can always be more ambitious next year, but it's better to do it this year with a lower ambition than not do it with a high ambition. Do a proper personal reflection where you really remember the whole year, how it felt, what you learned, and only then pick out the stories that you want to tell Write them in a way that you want to remember them, and then put it all together. That's it. Thank you for listening to ReFrames, the podcast where we invite you to take a different perspective on life. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Nikish Mikis, and we would love to hear from you if you have any comments, questions, suggestions. I'm Matthias Jacobsen. Have a great day.